0: What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after.
1: Let's do this thing. All right, we're live. Let's roll. The morning after. Literally and figuratively. The morning after has begun. I'm Gabriel Maranci in midtown Manhattan, New York. New York. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. The NBA finals are en route right now. To the West Coast and uh, and California, we do have a, a championship series uh, playing this evening. Uh, though we got the uh, the Boston Bruins and the St. Louis Blues, and suddenly the St. Louis Blues are be- behind an eight ball. They've got to step up uh, tonight.
2: Um,
1: who's going to be on the show today? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a travel day, uh, but Leo, we're going to see about Leo Rowdens actually, because I see Leo's tweeting away uh, right now. So Sean's going to check in with Leo. We'll check in with our boy Pete Annapolis, But uh, Pete did the game uh, last night. He was courtside. Um, and uh, our boy uh, got a couple of questions at the press conference uh, last night, too. So we'll see about uh, uh We might have Teddy Atlas. There was a uh, big upset, but it wasn't uh, Buster Douglas and Mike Tyson, people. But uh, we'll get to that. Joe Ranieri in Florida. What's up, Joe? It was
3: Butterbean, wasn't it? Because that's what it looked like fighting in the, that uh, in that ring. My goodness, twenty-five to one, ridiculous,
1: man. Yeah, it's the, uh, um, the Mexican Butterbean.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Don't don't be mad. High motor, dude. al Butero. Oh hell yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. I'm gonna say it now to start the show off, so we don't have to talk about it again, people. All right. Don't overreact to one damn game, all right? I don't want to hear from Golden State Warrior fans about how the series is over, too. We always said it. This is going six or seven, guys. Whether we like it or we don't, adjustments will be made, but I think what we witnessed was the heart of a champion last night, and that was what was on display, Gabe, more than anything else.
1: Yeah, the mental toughness uh, really, really showed through last night, because physically, Trotter Raptors should have won the basketball game. Mm-hmm. They played a... Uh, you know, Once again, I mean, Joe, you look... Going into the half, they were up 59-54. And the big, the largest deficit they that they had had in six quarters of play against the Golden State Warriors was four points. Yeah. I think they sort of exhaled at the half a bit. Yep. They exhaled at the half. They're like, you know what? We got this. We're rolling. Like, we beat them in the first yep. game. We're about to beat them again right now. They exhaled, and... All that stuff, and you talked about it, about Golden State digging down deep. They Mm -hmm. really, at the half, said, you know what, guys, we got to do this. Yep. And, And they did, but we'll get into it.
0: That's Y-O-U-T-H to 3 2, one, three, two one. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash higher indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits
5: i had great results i lost 70 pounds my weighed 265 and went down to 195 my doctor told me if it works for you then do it a lot of people say to me how did you lose the weight i said i take andro 400 every day and i'm gonna take it forever
0: that was walt talking about andro 400 now listen to what bob has to say andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
1: Good morning after. Fantasy Sports Radio Networks. I am Gabriel Reddy in New York. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida. Shout out to everyone listening on uh, Sports Byline. Go to SportsByline.com to uh, find an affiliate near you, and uh, everybody tuning in on it, whatever other uh, platform you are listening to or watching us uh, on. Uh, so, uh, Sean's working the phones uh, as we speak uh, right now. And uh, Sean, yeah, fire off a call to our boy Pete, Annapolis, although. Listen, like normally Pete joins us every uh, morning, except um, last night I didn't send him a message after the game because I wanted to jump out of my window uh, <laughs> after the game uh, last night. Um, I was like Drake. I slid out the back door <laughs>
3: <laughs> on milk cartons today looking for Drake.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny because I even said this last week, uh, Joe. I said, you know, in past years, Drake has really pissed me off, and I've told him, sit down and shut up. You're pissing John Wall off right now. And because my my take's always been, I don't mind the fandom, but, like, he makes it personal and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're not the one that has to guard them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, right? So when you're calling, like, oh, you're trash. And, like, it's one thing to, like, cheer for the Raptors, be a fan. It's another thing, like, when he gets in players' faces, right? And says, yo, you trash and stuff like that. Because Drake's surrounded by security, too. Like, would Mm -hmm. he really be talking smack like that if he saw Draymond Green face-to-face in the club? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Even though Drake's pretty big, he's all roided up, I think. But, you know, and listen, I'm a Raptor fan. doesn't mean I'm a Drake fan. I got to live with it. It is what it is. But I'm not going to deny, you know, when they lose, he doesn't talk so much. And like I said, he sort of slid out the back door. I guess... um, KD and Thompson, I guess, like, uh, were waiting for him in a hallway. Did you see that after?
3: Yep, yep, yep.
1: Which shows, like, how personal and real this is.
3: (laughs) Hey, Aubrey. Hey, Aubrey. (laughs) Yeah, his
1: real name's Aubrey. What up, Aubrey, you bum ass.
3: Yeah, we didn't hear much from you tonight. Yeah, like, they actually
1: purposely waited in the hallway for him. (laughs) Which then I realized, I'm like, oh, man, this is, like, yeah, it's real. Like, they don't like him now, for real. Like, this is... (laughs) And... Hey, listen, we got to take it. It is It is what it is. I'm not the biggest fan of New Balance putting up billboards of Kawhi Leonard outside the arena either, to be honest. <laughs> With, like, That's check marks. Point. Like, guys, everyone yeah. needs to settle down, man. Like, we're <laughs> – I like the cockiness, but it's a little bit much. Like, it's like we're trolling the best team in the world.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're not doing that to you. So, no. Like, there's, no, yeah, there's no need to return the favor there at any stretch.
1: Yeah, it's like, all.
3: Why do you want to get bulletin board material for Tom Brady and everyone? Like you Like stop, guys, stop.
1: Oh yeah, stop, yeah, guys. yeah. You know the Warrior player is going to be driving in, going, "Are you kidding me? Like, are you serious now?" <laughs> it just motivates them even more. But hey, it's all fun and games when we're winning, and it's hey, we the mm-hmm. North, and we're in your face. <laughs>
2: like,
1: so do you know where
3: the Cactus Club is? The Cactus Club Cafe near the Scotiabank Arena? Uh, no, I do not. <laughs> All right. Well, because that's where uh, Drake and uh, Draymond had dinner Friday night. Oh, so okay. Just so well, that's –
1: okay, okay. Yeah. For the record, yeah. that yeah. is why I do not know where it is because it's out yeah. of my price range. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly exactly why, yeah, you know. Joe? Like,
3: yes. private like, nah. dinner. Yes.
1: No, I'm private like, dinner. I'm unaware of that place.
3: They closed the whole damn restaurant, and apparently just those two had dinner. So. Yeah, what a shallow
1: Drake is. What are you eating dinner with the guys for? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously, like, what, what, what are you trolling them? You're eating dinner <laughs> with them, like. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, look like up. To I'm gonna look up Cactus Club uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, Cactus Club Cafe. Okay, here, Cactus here. Club, Toronto. Okay. wanna okay. see. Uh,
3: it's, it's not in the arena, right? I'm assuming it's.
1: 77 Adelaide Street, first Canadian Place. Uh, yeah, I know exactly where it is, but uh, I uh, I've never been in it. Sounds like it's one of these restaurants with like four tables. Yeah, it looks. You know what? It's it's pretty much looks like a standard uh, standard fare.
3: Nothing crazy.
1: Yeah, standard fare, like for for sort of. Our, let's check out the uh, check out the uh, let's check out the menu, Joe. You know, yeah, it's, a, it's it's not over the top, actually. Like, I'm looking at the place. I don't even know it. It's sort of like, uh, it's not like some, no, like, five-star restaurant. I'll put it that way. It's not.
3: Oh, all right. So like even in, better then. Yeah,
1: like, in Toronto, there's a million of these sort of places. Interesting. Like, uh, the Keg, and um, there's a million of these sort of upscale steakhouse bars so yeah, this That's is what a I would have talk. thought it
3: was. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's not.
1: It's not like base. I thought like, oh, I don't know. It Must be some, you know, $3, <laughs> yeah, three thousand dollar like wine place and fight. Everything's a thousand bucks, right? Yeah, two, two bottle minimum. <laughs> no, to be honest, I'll put it this way. Like uh, the press from Wager Talk eats at better places than this.
3: Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, uh, like
1: we, yeah, yeah. Like we went out to I dinner with the press. here then. Yes, damn. yes. Oh, after a right. winning night.
3: Okay, after a win. Yeah, yeah,
1: like it was a losing night to be like, no, 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 we're going right, to Taco right. Bell. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? we but might like, need a coupon. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay, for the record, like, uh, all right, so you get a char grilled steak, eight ounce certified Angus beef sirloin, buttered mashed potatoes, roasted asparagus, thirty one dollars.
3: No, oh, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. No, that's, it's that's seventy dollars at a uh, at a yeah. at a high end steakhouse.
1: It's um, you know what it is? It's like uh. Hotel uh, prices. Okay. Not that bad. So there you go. Yeah, I actually hope that uh, I was—I was, I was going to state that if I was in—if uh, I was in Toronto and Malloy and Foster, I probably shouldn't say this, but I do mean it. Like, I really hope someone spits in their food.
3: <laughs> I'm,
0: sure no, sure I'm dead serious. I'm
1: dead freaking serious. <laughs> like, I hope you guys get food poisoning like never before. And if I worked at the airport, I'd pull your asses over. And I'd say, hey, you guys are smuggling drugs, aren't you? Part of an NBA cartel like you and Donahue. We're on to mm. you. Just like pull them, pull them aside, make them miss their plane. Like, honestly, like those guys, there's a special place um, in refereeing hell for you two. Like, oh. is either, either you're like, and I wonder about this, Joe. So, you know, and I actually tweeted at at them, okay, last night, we Oh, the game. even better. Yeah, at, at the official NBA ref Twitter page. Um, <laughs> I said so either either Ed Malloy and Scott Foster are terrible at their jobs or they're doing this on purpose. Hmm. It's gotta be one or the other. Can't you know what I mean? You're either incompetent and don't know what the hell you're doing, despite the fact you've been in the league for twenty three years, or you are actually deliberately making the calls that you are making. It's gotta be one or the other. And you and I have talked about this. Like with the old guys in the NFL, like I think it's just sort of sheer incompetence and they're just, oh, I'm kind of old and it's going fast. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think the NFL was like, oh, yeah, we're going to screw Sean Payton here and not call this because we want L.A. No. They don't give a crap who's in the Super Bowl. It's the same ratings. More anyway. incompetence. Like, yeah, like yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's just like yeah, we screwed up, guys. Like we're, you know what I mean? We got bad referees. What do you want us to tell you? The NBA, like I've, you and I talked about this, and I'm not just pitching about a Raptor fan. Like remember the Houston Rockets saying, "Why how do you give a Scott Foster? <laughs> like,
3: Right, exactly.
1: Like it's not just me. So if, if people think Scott Foster is the worst referee ever, yet the guys work like nine finals or 12 finals, is he the worst referee ever or is he doing what the league wants him to do and he's actually one of their guys and a good referee to them? That's, like that's what I think about, Joe. Like, yep, because narrative. if you keep screwing up so much all the time, they wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Foster gets the gig. Malloy gets the gig. I guess the NBA doesn't think they're screwing up because I guess the guys that have been around forever, and you know this, they know the drill, you know what I mean?
3: Without saying, yes. Yes,
1: they know the drill. And Donnie, he brought it up before, and I asked him point blank about this once. I said, so what's the deal, like, with the... The conspiracy theory of the league wanting teams to win. And he said, well, it's not like they call you and tell you that, listen, um, Golden State needs to win this game because we got to get seven games out of this. Mm. They don't say that. He goes, but you know what they're saying. And there's a conference call every day, Joe, with the league before the game with the referees. Of course there is. And he goes, what they'll do to let you wink, wink, no, is they'll just basically tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, watch out for Kyle Lowry pushing people. Mm -hmm. Um, watch out for Siakam traveling. You know, we're looking at the tape, and, you know, the the Raptors are getting away with a lot of, you know, watch out for this, watch out for that. But they won't bring up, oh, yeah, Clay Thompson travels every time he dunks it, right? (laughs) Like, like they'll sort of just say, look out for this and look out for that, and that's code for screw that team.
3: Well, they both got screwed last night because there were some awful calls in that game. (laughs) Look more incompetent than anything to me.
1: Uh, Well, the Raptors uh, defense is incompetent for about six, seven minutes uh, there as well (laughs) last night.
4: Uh.
2: Want to fly somewhere looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531.
6: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right
2: now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
4: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California
1: Morning after continues. I'm Gabriel Moretti in New York. Joe Ranieri's in uh, Florida, Miami, Florida. Maybe we'll check in with some crazy Florida stories a little bit uh, later on. I'm sure there's uh, probably about 118 insane things that happened oh, over yeah. the last uh, 48 hours. Over the weekend, uh, we're talking NBA Finals. We'll get to the Stanley Cup. We'll get into some boxing uh, as well. Um, but it's it's amazing, and I've always bitched about uh, fake NBA reports and in which you can you know you even know they there's no substance behind anything or they don't have any inside inside information um, and I've always found the NBA media to be the, the least accurate uh, of them all like you know like you know like uh Ken Rosenthal if Ken Rosenthal says something yeah these guys you know this trade is in the works I believe him because mm. he doesn't just say things every day for the sake of it Right. Right. You know, like, you know, like, uh, there's certain people, if they say, oh, yeah, this is in the works, I, I'll, I'll believe it. But I guess I should be concerned right now, Joe. Oh, this I, has got Ramona
3: written all over it.
1: Right, you read my mind. I, <laughs> I know guess,
3: exactly where
1: you're going. I guess I should be concerned right now because Ramona Shelburne says Kawhi Leonard's <laughs> leaving. Yeah. This chick hasn't stepped foot so in Toronto like all year yeah. till now. And somehow she knows, right? Like, yeah, so, and I like her reasoning, though. Like, there's no inside sources I can confirm. Oh, it's a done deal. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Ramona Shelburne, who is currently in Toronto covering the NBA Finals, joined ESPN Radio in Los Angeles. We should know she she lives in L.A., right, and covers the L.A. stuff. Of course. Um, If the Raptors win, it'll be hard for Kawhi to leave. I still think he does. I know there's this uh, flickering hope that he would stay regardless because he does enjoy Canada. But I think the guy has been pretty clear. He wants to be in California. He has a house there, which he has wanted uh, the whole time. Um, He has a house there. Like, thank you very much, Ramona Shelburne, for the breaking news that Kawhi Leonard is from Riverside, California, bro.
3: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or that it would be difficult for him to leave if he wins a championship. That's whew, wow. Probably had to dig deep for that.
1: I remember though, I remember like a couple of months ago, it was the Raptors need to make the Eastern Conference finals for him to stay. Yeah. And then it was like, Wow, they need you know, they need to win the finals otherwise. And yeah. listen, he might leave. I don't know. You know what I mean? He he might leave, but she goes on to say too, um, he wants to play in California more than anything else. Um, this is a pretty consistent design. It's not like Paul George, where Paul George yeah, might be from LA, but he likes fishing and that kind of a lifestyle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I got fishing here in Miami. I mean, oh, yeah.
1: My- no, this is some real inside NBA scoops oh, we got going yeah. on here. Paul that's George great. likes fishing. So Man. that's why he decides to live in a city and take a contract, right? Because he likes right, fishing. Right. Had
3: nothing to do with the fact they paid him more money than anybody oh, else. Yeah, yeah. You, like he could,
1: yeah, you couldn't fish in California either, bro, right?
3: Like, yeah, yeah. You have as that.
1: much right. money, dude, as Paul George. You can get a speedboat and fish wherever the hell you want to have and fish. Because right? it's, it's landlocked, California. And she makes it like, oh, yeah, Paul George wearing a cowboy hat out there fishing. like you know what I, mean? I can't. Like, I can't. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I go on. So And even Wojo, who I hate to say, I don't want to call Wojo out, but i seen him doing a lot of calling Wojo out, but justifiably so. I guess it's an ESPN thing where they just, like, they they demand that you say stupid things. Um, He says, Kawhi, it's, you know, he's not going to even base his decision on winning. (laughs) Oh.
2: said, Kawhi's at the
1: time of his life right now where, you know, winning isn't even a priority. It's about where he wants to live. Oh. And I'm thinking, I don't know, I haven't seen a guy since, like, Kobe Bryant, maybe, that wants to win as much Kawhi. It's like, Winning is the only thing that matters to Kawhi. <laughs> it's pretty much what drives these guys. So I guess you know what he's moving. You know he's moving to Phoenix because it's nice there. Right. And right, it's hot yeah. there. Like you know, like, you give me something and say, oh yeah, you know, we spoke to uh, you know, well-placed source within inside the Raptors uh, organization says Kawhi's not coming back. That's a report, Joe. You know what I mean? Yes. Ramona Shelburne, and they're actually like this is news. Mm. This is like a, a headline not just the people pick it up oh Kawhi's leaving because yeah. she says he has a house in la
3: <laughs> which he's been building for two years anyway like seriously
1: <laughs> yeah he's from la exactly i don't know you and know, there's what? this thing too like Joe. how many people actually play in the city where they're from yeah like with this big desire oh yeah he's gonna like like who yeah you know what i mean like there's a lot of great players in the league they're not playing in the city they're from. Kevin Durant's from Washington D.C. He didn't give a crap. He's not playing there. Yeah. Nope. Oh, he wants to go home and home and like, like dear mm-hmm. God, man, like this Ramona Shelburne story is just so ridiculously freaking stupid. Because he you know he who has doesn't a who house. Care
3: about winning, Gabe. You know who doesn't care about winning? Guys who've never won. All right. Kawhi Leonard's got a ring. Kevin Durant's got a ring. Those guys care about winning because they have won. And once you've tasted that. You can't go back to like, ah, oh, well, winning doesn't matter. Of course, it matters. It's the only thing that matters once you've been there.
1: It's, um, yeah. and for the record too, there was actually a report a couple of days ago. Um, I think from the Haynes guy, or uh, who's actually pretty good. Is it Hayes? Uh, is it Hayes or Haynes? The Chris, what's his name? Anyway, Haynes, yeah. Yeah, Chris Haynes. <laughs> yeah, he's actually, he's, you know, he doesn't say things just for the sake of it. Right. I think it was him or somebody else stated that it's pretty much done that Kawhi is re-signing with the Raptors, but a short-term deal, which is exactly what I've been saying for the last two weeks. Which makes the most sense. Yeah. He. I don't think he leaves, but he's not going to sign a five-year deal. It's not going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm committed forever to rest and let's go. It's hard to leave now. He's got big business interests. The 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 new ballot stuff. Dude, he's got billboards like all over like the country and stuff now. Right? Like he's got a country behind him. Like for marketing purposes, it's thirty-seven million people in Canada. Yeah,
3: he also walks away from forty nine million dollars yes. guaranteed money if he leaves. All right. He already left what? Thirty some odd million in San Antonio by leaving? He's gonna leave forty nine million on the table now in Toronto too. And
1: he's also like, not the type of guy either that likes moving around all the time and he knows, also, they're in the East. Like, the Raptors Madness. will be back next year again. Masai Ujiri's a good GM. He'll tweak stuff. If team, if players know when the NBA come free agency, yeah, yeah, Kawhi's in. Matt, you know, the Raptors will get a couple other good players too, Joe. And he's in the East. You want know, you going to go play for the Clippers and get his face bashed in every night in the West?
3: I mean, at some point, the money has got to matter. Like, you can't walk away from $80 million in two years and be like, Okay, no big deal. I got a house in L.A. Yeah, I, I don't care about winning. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about?
1: 49 million. I expect him I expect him to re-sign for like two years. Yeah. I think he'll do a two-year deal. Maybe they do a three-year deal with a player option after two. You know the Raptors will bend over backwards and and accept pretty much whatever terms he wants to sign the deal. Uh, and
3: that's gotta mean something, Gabe. Like that has to mean something. Where not you've got an entire country that's already said that you'll never pay for another meal, never pay for a car, you'll never. I mean, all of that adds up, man. After a while, you got to be kidding me. Yeah,
1: how many? And all, I don't, you know, we'll talk about the series set of Kawhi, but they couldn't have bent over backwards anymore. You only played 60 games, dude, in the regular season.
3: And they'll how let many him other, do that as well?
1: How many yep. other teams would do that? No. Like a lot of markets. Imagine if you're on the New York Knicks. Just imagine <laughs> Kevin Durant comes to New York, and Kevin only plays 60 games. Yeah. Never plays back to back. People will be like, "Are you effing kidding me?" Yeah, giving this guy a mass contract, he can't even play every night. That's correct. The Raptors are like, "No, no, take a rest, Kawhi, take a rest. All right, you know, you're coming back yep. from injury." Like Nick Nurse could not have done anything more. If he leaves, he leaves. It is, it is what it is. But I agree with you, and it goes back to uh, to Ken Danico, if you remember. Uh, Like a three-time Stanley Cup champion, uh, Danico, with the Devils. And, you know, he's a real winner. The guy's just a winner. And if you remember, he said the exact same thing. He said in the playoffs, as a player, you need to tune everything out and realize that because you won the game, it doesn't mean you're winning the series. And because you lost the game, it doesn't mean you're losing the series. And that's the beautiful thing about the playoffs, is being a fan and the emotion of it is, we all do it. We mm-hmm. all do it, in which you see a team win, oh they're winning, and you know, oh this team's done, and there's this emotional wave that goes up and down. And, and you know, I know it's coming out right now. Oh the Raptors are done. <laughs> the, the Raptors are done. They lost at home. They're finished. They 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 they, they can't win. Right? They, you know, there's that. There's that sort of immediate, the sky is falling immediately after the fact, after after a game all the time. And it's, you know, players have to just tune that out and not, not buy into the hype.
3: Yep, absolutely. And, and I, I think Kawhi, listen, the, the first best place for, for a guy like Kawhi, who doesn't like being in the spotlight, doesn't say much, was probably San Antonio. The next place, Canada. Like, there's, there's not going to be a camera stuck in his face in Canada here in the U.S. where he's going to have all that pressure. It's I mean, everything lines up for him coming back at least one more year to Toronto. I'd be shocked if he doesn't.
1: Now, the, the series price is pretty much right back to where it started before the series. It's a little less, actually, now. Right, uh, yeah, right. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a little less uh, right now. You know, it came down to, like, plus 116. I uh,
3: know. You were tweeting that out to me. Yeah, I, yeah. it. I was like, oh, no.
1: I was surprised a little bit. In yeah. hindsight, there was pretty good value jumping on uh, on Golden State. I mean, come on, dude. You could get Golden State. It was like minus 120. It was minus 132, I think, last night to win the series. It was, yeah, it was crazy. Which is pretty, pretty good value. And listen, I'm, a, I'm such a high Raptor fan. I would have had a hard time hedging anyways. But I already had the Raptors at plus 230. So... If the Raptors would have won last night, people, if you had the Raptors, you could have taken Golden State of plus money and just kicked back and won. Yeah, exactly. But I agree with you. I still think it's going six, seven games, as Absolutely. we stated before. I'm, I'm curious to see what the exact series uh, number is, the prop for the series to go six games and, and seven games. But the series is far from done. A lot of basketball left. <laughs> Pete Annapolis did the game last night. He'll step up and in next.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: All right, guys, time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Why? Well, we want you to become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million bucks in a FanDuel of DraftKings tournament. Or you know what? Just become one of the countless number of people who have already won thousands of dollars playing DFS. So if you're playing MLB Daily Fantasy and you're not using DailyRoto.com, guess what? You're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY, get a 10% discount, get the lineup alerts, the projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, and, oh, yeah, use of those same Daily Roto lineup optimizers that have already produced millions in daily fantasy winnings. So use it. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package, DailyRoto.com, promo code FNTSY. Get your 10% discount today.
1: Thank you very much, Uh, Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. I am Gabe Maranci in New York uh, City. Let's bring in Pete Annapolis, who was um, in Toronto uh, last night uh, for Game 2, doing a game for RDS. Pete, always a pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to be with us this morning. How are you doing, Pete?
5: I'm doing great, Gabe. What's going on, fellas?
1: Well, Pete, you know, I'd be doing a little bit better if the Raptors would have won the game uh, last night. But, um, listen, um, you know, you were a coach. You're a basketball lifer, so... I'll bust out a couple of cliches uh, right now. A lot of basketball left in this series, and let's be real, guys. Um, nothing uh, nothing uh, great in life comes easy, right? You know, the Raptors weren't going to sweep them. They have to dig down deep right now, find a way to win a basketball game on the road. Uh, but I said to Joe a couple of minutes ago, Pete, to me, and it's really tough. You know, like it's like a college basketball team when they're like, and or something, and then they're going into their conference tournament, and you know the coach would secretly wish that they already lost a game because it starts to build, and, oh, we got to run the table now, otherwise, you know. And the Raptors had won five in a row. Were they really going to win nine in a row to to win the NBA Finals? Probably not. And if you're going to be a champion, sometimes you have to face adversity. Uh, Like Vince Lombardi stated, hey, no shame in getting knocked down. The shame is staying down, but the Raptors have to get up in a hurry, and they got to find a way to win on Wednesday night, Pete.
5: No, you're right, and when you look at the game, I think that the Raptors really came out uh, strong in game one, took care of business uh, on home court. Last night, the first couple of minutes, so-so, but they built that 11-point lead in the second quarter, and then you saw the ball movement, you saw the defense, you saw them getting limiting Golden State to one shot. But when the quarter ended and the half ended, they were only up by five. And I think that swung the momentum towards the Warriors. Only Clay Thompson really played well in that first half. And then they go on a 14-0 run in the third quarter. And I think that really was the difference in the game. So if you look at Toronto, you look at you didn't really play well. And you were right there, two-point game. You had the trap. Can't believe Kawhi Leonard didn't get that steal. Livingston oh. came out of nowhere and got that ball. And then they played it perfectly. I mean, so, yeah, you could have fouled Draymond Green if you're Danny Green was about 18 seconds. Yes, you could have. But they had the guy to take the shot with six seconds left. He misses it. They get the rebound. They're down two with about five seconds left. So, again, they didn't play well, and they had a chance to win. There's no more victories in professional sports. I always say that. But I think that if you're the Raptors, you've proven that you can go out and win on the road, important games. Yes, these are the Golden State Warriors. But, again, these guys in Toronto, they believe in themselves, and it starts with their head coach, Nick Nurse. They're going to go out there, and they're going to get a split, and this is going to be a long series.
3: Well, Pete, you know, we talked about it last week, and you're right. Nick Nurse is going to have to go back to the drawing board because everyone said, yeah, play Boogie Cousins. Go ahead. It'll only favor the Raptors. Well, careful what you wish for because I didn't see him coming out with 28 minutes, and I can tell you right now, without Boogie Cousins on the court last night, Golden State doesn't win this game. So, you know, now after seeing that moving forward, uh, it kind of changes a little bit here. Certainly it should change a little bit as far as how you defend him and what Toronto does moving forward, doesn't it?
5: No, it does, Joe. It's a great point by you. And when you look at DeMarcus Cousins, he really struggled in game one. Um, He hadn't played in so many weeks. And then I thought I anticipated that Kerr would start him. You know, when you got certain players, guys, some guys are have the ability to start, come off the bench. They don't care. They could really perform. And some guys are just starters. I believe that DeMarcus Cousins is a starter. He feels better when he gets introduced and he gets touches early in the game. And that's why Steve Kerr inserted him into the starting lineup. I'll tell you what, guys. I was impressed with his, his 11 points, mostly the 10 rebounds that he got. But what I was really most impressed by is in the postgame press conference at the podium, they asked him, "How did you feel when Steve Kerr asked, told you that you were going to start today?" And the Marcus said, "Hey, he told Steve, if you need me to start, I'll start. If you need me to play eight minutes, I'll play mm. eight minutes. I'll do whatever it takes to win a game." And this type of maturity we've never seen from the Marcus Cousins. Obviously, it's been infectious with that that culture that the Warriors have, and it's rubbed off on the Marcus. And I really like his maturity. He was out on the court, probably the first guy with Jordan Bell putting up shots getting his three-point shots done. So DeMarcus has really matured as a player. And again, he gives him another element of scoring down low, an excellent passer, and more importantly, a guy that can get rebounds on both ends and give second-chance points for the Golden State Warriors.
1: Uh, Pete, Annapolis uh, with us on the morning after. Golden State Warriors now uh, five-and-a-half-point favorites in Game 3 on Wednesday night. The total is uh, set at 213 uh, right now. So, Pete, you were courtside uh, last night for this basketball game. I was watching the uh, the ABC feed, and I love uh, I love Mike Breen, you know, best of the business. But I got frustrated because in the second quarter, late in the second quarter, he stated, you know, the Raptors have played a great first half, uh, but they're just committing too many fouls. And I'm thinking to myself, well, are they committing too many fouls, or are Scott Foster and Ed Malloy just screwing them? And I'm not using it as an excuse, Pete, because I said earlier, two things can be right at the same time. You know, Golden State deserved to win the game, but it doesn't mean that the refereeing was good last night. But it's getting old, man. I mean, we all know Scott Foster sucks. You know, for lack of a better word, um, you know, he's terrible. There's not a single player in the NBA that likes Scott Foster. Ed Molloy is is also terrible. And... I don't know. Like, so either they're incompetent or they do it on purpose. It's got to be one or the other, Pete. But I thought that was like one of the the worst officiated games of the entire postseason so far. And it's a shame that it happens in game two of the NBA Finals.
5: No, listen, Gabe, you and I have been following the referees uh, for, for years, right, for decades. We know who's who. And last night when I looked at Scott Foster, Ed Malloy, and Tony Brothers, I was like, okay, here we go. And I think they were inconsistent on both ways. And I think when you're a head coach or a player, you just want consistency in calls on both sides of the floor. This did not happen last night. Not only were they inconsistent, they were calling touch fouls that we haven't seen called in the whole NBA playoffs. They were calling that in the NBA Finals game, too. And you could tell sometimes they were making calls. The other the other guy was overruling them. Uh, Ed Malloy makes a call. He'd go consult uh, with another referee. Like, you just don't see that. They weren't really confident in their calls. And, again, in that second quarter, I will say this. The Raptors didn't score, and, and they needed to make shots. No question about that. But, but they were calling fouls consistently on Ibaka, on Gasol, on Danny Green.
1: Lowry only played like 24 minutes of the game for the most part. I guess he played a couple of more when he got in and he fouled out again because he got in foul trouble right away. It's ridiculous. Well, two
5: things. Number one, I mentioned uh, the referees had a bad game. I mean, that was inexcusable at that level. Uh, But, you know, to Kyle Lowry's point, Gabe, I, I will tell you, Uh, He's been lights out. He's a warrior. When he's on the court, his leadership, his defense has been outstanding. But he is really playing with fire, Gabe. He's being very undisciplined, and some of the fouls Mm. that he's committing—I know—he cannot go and swipe guys' 90 seats on the basket and try and get steals. I can't, I can't excuse that. Uh, And I love Kyle. And the, the refereeing was questionable last night, but a lot of that has come on Kyle. And I think Nick Nurse mentioned it in the podium. He needs to have a little talk with Kyle. And I like his. His aggressiveness, but he has to be more disciplined heading into Game Three or Four because they need Kyle McCourt.
1: When the Raptors are successful, too, guys, it, and I'm not asking Gasol to score 20 points every night, uh, but you know when he hits that three, it opens things up for everybody else. He was hesitant to take the shot last night, and it's frustrating because you know the Raptors' role players, you know, can be elite and amongst the best in the league, and then it can also disappear and. It's hard to win. Like, you know, we just didn't get anything from Gasol or Ibaka last night. You know, we're talking about all the star players, this and that. But the fact of the matter is, Gasol basically disappeared offensively last night.
5: No, he did. And I think when you look at the Raptors' ball movement, um, it was questionable. It wasn't how it was in the last couple of games. That's the question I asked Nick Nurse after the game. They had 17 assists last night, the Toronto Raptors, Gabe and Joe, on 35 made field goals. Golden State had 34 assists on 38 made field goals. And I asked Nick, what happened? What did Golden State do defensively? And he said they got out on them really hard, and especially they covered the three-point line. Uh, The Raptors kind of rushed the shots a couple of times. They didn't have that spacing that they had in game one. But when you look at Gasol specifically, Gabe, they saw that he hit those three, those three threes in game one. You looked at the tape. They adjusted. They were on Marcus Gasol in his face on the three-point line. They wanted him to put the ball on the floor. So you got to give credit to the Golden State Warriors. I mean, they're watching the tape. They're just seeing what happened in game one. So I think they're going to have to get the ball moving a lot more if you're the Toronto Raptors, and Gasol's going to have to adjust. Sometimes he's going to have to kick it to the basket, but at the same time, the ball's got to move a little bit quicker when Kawhi's getting to the hole, and Gasol's got to be aggressive when he does have to look from three. But you're right. Gasol is such a very critical part of Toronto offense. When they're going to double-team Kyle on the perimeter, Gasol has to flash the high post, and then they can go four on three down low. So look for the Raptors to adjust after this game two loss it's all about adjustments at this time of the year, but there's no question about it. Marcus All needs to score for the Raptors to win.
3: Yeah, Pete. You know, it's one of those situations where it's one thing to bring your A game and and beat the champs. Okay, congratulations. The the hardest part about all of this over five years is beating them four out of seven games. And who are you going to get that that second performance from? Siakam gave it to you in game one. There was nobody but Kyle, uh, but uh, Kawhi Leonard last night. Who's it going to be in Game Three? Because they need Kawhi can't do it himself. Somebody else has got to step up.
5: Yeah, you're absolutely right. They need that second and third options. I think Van Vleet gave them a little bit of life off the bench last night. I think he had 17, but at the same time, to me, is Kyle Lowry's got to give you more on the offensive end. We're having mm. two games where he didn't score. He has about one or two games that he's going to put up over 25. He did it against Milwaukee twice. He had 30 points. I think in game three, the Raptors need Kyle Lowry to really step up offensively. Um, Siakam, they took him away after that Monsters game one with 32 points. Good adjustments on them, but I think the Raptors, again, they weren't in sync. They didn't get out in transition. I think you're going to see the Raptors be more focused. They're going to push the ball. They're going to move it in the half court, and I think Kyle Lowry is going to have to be more aggressive of the three-point line. If he gets off, I think the Raptors are going to be in good shape. Again, they got to win one out of two, Joe, but I think mm-hmm. you don't want to go down two to one, and then the <laughs> Warriors will have that confidence back at home. You want to take that home court advantage immediately yep. in game three.
1: And especially yep. we don't know the status of Klay Thompson uh, yet. We've um, got about less than a minute left. The one thing I didn't like, last night it was 106-98. to 98. The Raptors were playing great defense late. The Warriors really didn't have anything when when Thompson was gone. But, and it was stop after stop after stop, but the Raptors kept shooting threes. That's what upset me. And it reminded me of a college team. It was like, guys, you are still your pros. There's two and a half minutes left. Chill out. You're down by eight. It's 106-98. Boom. You left four points on the floor. Even Kawhi kicked it out once. Siakam missed an open three. Van Fleet rushed a three. They were trying to get it back too quickly, but... What do you think, uh, we got 10 seconds, yes or no, do you think Klay Thompson plays on Wednesday, Pete?
5: Klay Thompson will play, but he definitely was hobbling after the game. He won't be at 100%.
1: Annapolis, RDS television. Thanks for the time, Pete. All right, fellas. Morning After continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Networks.
2: 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. I
1: see uh, here James uh, Holzhauer. 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 He's the guy on Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, he's now won $2 million. He realizes that people are starting to hate him, so uh, he announced he's giving some money to charity and stuff. <laughs> Smart. Um uh, But uh, isn't this nice of him? James Holzhauer explains how he wins at football betting. Um, In football, one of the biggest sources of edges I've had for years and years now is I'm still waiting for it to disappear. Sportsbooks underestimate the advantage of uh, the number one and two seeds. I'll never place a future bet on a team unless they've got a really good shot at earning the first round. Bye. The math is so slanted in favor of those teams. Um, well, there's some uh, thanks, Ramona Shelburne. Hmm, that's good. <laughs> gonna yeah, help me. Yeah, bet good. bet on the the team with the home field. No, I get yeah. his point. I, I get his point.
3: Yeah, you know when I wake up in the morning, I look into the sky and the sun's there.
1: <laughs> 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 what other strategies like, do you have?
3: <laughs> you, you got you got that. You like that? That's good. That's good stuff over there. I find it hysterical that pe- people have now turned on him and act as if he owes anybody anything except himself like if you why are you hating a guy because nobody can beat him like somebody beat him beat him yeah, and then exactly. he can get off the show like We're i don't jealous. get it he doesn't he doesn't <laughs> owe a charity or any of us any explanation about anything he's on I a know. game show that he's kicking everybody's
1: ass deal with it well that's the other people too like i read some lady she's like i waited for 22 years to get on jeopardy and he ruined my experience that's because you suck. So it's like, well, whatever. If I was on the show with you, lady, and you beat me, you would have ruined my yeah. experience. <laughs> like, That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean? like, yeah. So she's basically <laughs> stating since she didn't win. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> entitlement. Sense of entitlement. She said yeah. it wasn't fun. Like, she said, yeah. like, I guess he's real cocky in the studio. Like, he's all he smiles on TV, but during yeah. the breaks, he sort of looks over and smirks at you. Like, <laughs> yeah. He, like, imagine he looks at you. He's like, he knows. You can't beat mm. me. You oh, don't know. You exactly. like, can't beat me. <laughs>
3: yeah. Good try, honey. How long's it been? 22? Make it 23.
1: Yeah, yeah. They should almost (laughs) have, like, a whole tournament of people that got beat by him. Exactly. After. There you you go. Yeah. You know what's crazy, though? He got rejected 13 times for Jeopardy. It's it's not
3: like he didn't pay his dues.
1: Seriously, so it goes to show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 13 times he tried to get on the show and didn't get on.
0: What the? last night you find out the morning
1: after let's do this thing all right the morning after continues the fantasy sports radio network I am Gabriel Renzi in New York Joe aries in Miami Florida uh, I see somebody in our in our YouTube chat stating that uh, I don't know I think